If you don't know me, my name's Richie. It's lovely to have you guys in the house today. Um, so it's cool. So I get to preach today, which is I'm excited about. So it's awesome. It's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I won't say any um, South African words because, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to offend anybody by my poor pronunciation, uh, but that's right. So welcome everyone. Um, hey, first of all, I just want to um, I just want to pray, um, and because a bit like what's been shared this morning, any person has told me that has changed my life. That might have been a seed that God used, but it wasn't. I'm too stubborn for that. I tell you, now, I'm too stubborn for that sort of stuff. So, Father uh, God, this morning we just pray that you would come. Uh, Father, we just want to hear from you this morning. Um, Father, we thank you that, um, God, that you're such an awesome God, that you love us, Father God, that there's nothing uh, that, that is too big for you to do or too big for you to move. Uh, so this morning, Father God, God, as, um, as I bring what you've laid on my heart, Father Lord, let it have the effect that you uh, purposed it for, Father, and let it have a great effect in the hearts of people. People will be blessed. God's people said, amen, amen and amen. Awesome. So, um, so what God's laid on my heart all right, is... Um, so we, we have, so is there anyone who's, um, who has to hang the washing a particular way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so there, is, there is the right way for the washing to be hung. So, 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 so do not come to my house where my kids have hung washing on the, on the clothes racks, especially one of my kids in particular, because as long as they are not on the ground, Apparently they have been hung correctly. <laughs> Apparently, so how I just want to I just want to do a, a wee thing with us. So, can everyone just fold their arms? Fold their arms in front of them. So have a look. Have a look at your arms and notice which arm is on top. Yeah. Notice which arm's on top. So that feels normal, right? So switch them over so your other arm is on top. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a minute for those who are a little bit, uh, you know, compromised in the area of coordination this morning. <laughs> okay, so so put them with the with the with the weird way on top. How's it feel? Right, right. So, you know, in life, there's stuff that we do, and um, and the way that we do things is the right way or the normal way. Um, I've got a so. This here, I don't know about anybody else, but this, this, makes, this makes my eyeballs hurt. I don't, I don't know what it is. It, it makes me itchy, and it makes my eyeballs hurt. So, um, and, and hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that this is the right way or the wrong way, but it's the wrong way. Oh, man. So, yeah. Anyway, I was going to go somewhere, but I won't. So, um, and here's another one. So, so... I have people in my close circle. I won't name who that person is, but they would do this on purpose just because they could show me that, yeah, no, things are just wrong. Things are, I'm not saying, I'm not pointing out who it is. I'm not saying, I'm not pointing anybody out. So, hey, the, the reason I'm sharing this stuff is that um, we all come with our, with our ways of doing stuff, with what's normal, right? Um, and bringing this kind of, you know, into a space, and it's a bit obsessive, but it's just just in case, I, Dave wasn't here, so I wasn't expecting Maya to be here, but make sure that goes home to him, please, uh, Maya, that'll be great. So it's not OCD, it's not obsessive-compulsive disorder, but 
dip on some of our guys. Uh, obsessive cycling disorder is actually a thing. So, uh, oh, so, how easily and how quickly do we engage with a different way of doing something? And I'm talking about anything, you know, anything. When we're talking about, I know that um, my wife has ways of doing stuff. They're ways of doing things. And, and they're, they're, they're often different than the ways that I would do them. And she's pointed out that her ways are the correct ways. So she's, so she's pointed that out. It's, it's quite clear. Um, but it, isn't it interesting that when, I'm not sure about, how, uh, about anybody else in the room, but when someone asks us to do something, that's fine. If I want, to do the, want me to do the washing, want me to mow the lawns, or, you know, do something, that's fine. Now, it's different when someone comes and tells me, or asks me, hey, say, this is what I need to be done. Cool. And then they say, this is how I want you to do it. You know, so, so we, we get a bit, a, bit, a bit touchy, you know, a little bit sort of itchy, a little bit growly. Um, coming back to the things of God, right, is if we're, can, if we're set on doing things how we want to do them, then we have to be content and set with where we are today yeah. in life. Because we can't keep doing the same things over and over again and expect a different result, right? Yeah. You told me, you warned me, babe. You warned me. This has got an automatic um, shut off. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so I've got a, I've got a, um, I've got a. There's another one in here. Um, so if you look at your, oh, so look, look at your dominant hand on the on your palm. So have it towards your face. So I want you to move it slowly side to side, and then look at the tip of your little finger. Just move it side to side slowly, probably about five or six times. Okay. So now I want you to, so I hold it up so that it, so you can see the back of your hand. And just look at the, the knuckle and the center. But I want you to move it. So here's the thing. is that You need to move it faster and side to side. Hey, kia ora. Hey. Awesome. I thought I'd chuck that in there. My baby loves dad jokes. I got to do one in action. Hey. It's so good. <laughs> um. You know, and often, often that thing around uh, how quickly we do something or not do it um, has, has quite a big effect, right? Has quite a big effect. So, um, here's a question. When you see yourself or when you look at yourself, and not necessarily in the mirror, but in the mirror maybe. So, when you look at yourself, what do you see? You know, what do you, when, like for instance, if you put yourself in different situations, about um, areas of your life, whether it's in work, whether it's as a dad, whether it's as a, as a husband or a friend um, or a colleague at work, how do you see how well you do? You know, how do you, how do you, what does that look like? Does it look like, yeah, man, I'm smashing it. And this, remember, this is the internal voice that nobody else hears, right? Um, when you're talking to yourself in that space, what's often... What is it? What is it? What's that monologue? What's that dialogue or monologue sound like? When it's just you and no one else can hear it, right? If one of your friends spoke to you the same way that we can speak to ourselves, 
What would you say to that friend? Seriously. <laughs> what, what, would, what would you say to that friend? If they said those words, if the words that go on inside of our heads that we say to ourselves actually came out of somebody else's mouth to us, what would we do? So this is, this is the thing about what God says about us, right? And this is why that part around the patterns that we have and the way that we do things, there's nothing wrong, you know, you're doing it wrong because that's completely and totally the opposite of what, of what God wants to say this morning. But this is the reality. This is the truth. And I'm speaking, this is, I'm preaching to myself. It just happens to be that you're in the room, right? <laughs> For as a person, this is not, you know, God, this is not he and she because there's no, there's no male nor female in Christ Jesus. Um, for as we think in our hearts, or as you think in your heart, that's what you are. All right? If if you think whatever you think in your in your heart, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. You are right. You're right. Doesn't mean what you're saying is true. It just means that you're right. So, how does God see you? This is the interesting thing, right? This is the interesting. This is what I love about God. I'm thankful that God doesn't see me the way that I see me. This is some of the stuff that God says. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster and to give you a future and a hope. That's how God looks at us. That's what he sees. Now, he says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are your works. What a great job you've done on me, God. What an amazing job. Nobody could have done a better job than what you've done when you made me, God. And that my soul knows very well. And out of that place of praise, that's where praise comes from when we, when we begin to see what God sees. Now, this is kind of a little bit like how, uh, the nature of God and how he does things differently than us. He not only speaks differently, but he also does things in a different way. And your relationships with one another have the same mindset as, as Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself, and becoming obedient to death, even the death on a cross. So, he says all of this great stuff about us, and he's just different, right? He does things, I don't know, he does things different like this, right? There's a bike, and then there's just stuff that goes, dude, that's, that's yeah, that's different, <laughs> right? That's different. So, look, this morning, you know, I want to, I want to, um, uh, I just want us, I just want us to be encouraged in that space of, how we see ourselves currently is how we see ourselves. How God sees us, can we all agree that it's not how we see ourselves most of the time, right? And what he has for us is not what we often think that we are going to have or about to have or even have right now. Now, I don't know if I've done this right. Oh, there we go. Ah, that's it. There's a gap between you and what, and between us and what you say versus what God says. Now, this is the thing. This isn't like a. This isn't like some deep sort of teaching. Because, to be honest, I'm not. I'm not convinced that we need deeper teaching. 
I'm more convinced that we need a deeper connection with God himself, right? We need a deeper connection with him because out of that place, he says it'll give us, a, he says it'll give us the Holy Spirit that we won't need a teacher, that he'll come and translate the very things of heaven that we would understand, right? Um, and he's given us complete access to everything is, when I met God, I met God Almighty. Like I, 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 that's, like it was just light to dark, God Almighty. So he has everything and all of heaven at his disposal, and therefore it's actually at our disposal. Cool. Now this is, this is the thing about God. The God that we're serving, the God that we're talking about, the mountains melt like wax in the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. You know, the mountains talk to me about the biggest, hardest things that we could possibly face in our human mind, right? Like, that's, there's nothing bigger than a mountain. Sitting here right now, often, uh, when we're talking about where God is and what he has and who he says that we are versus where we currently stand, the gap in between feels bigger than a mountain sometimes. The stuff that's in the way that we, that, that, that critic voice in our head that says, well, you know, yeah, but you haven't prayed in ages you know you haven't done this in ages well who are you to well look at what you said last night look at what he'll start you know start making mountains out of stuff and it'll feel like mountains the more that we hear it right i just want to just want to encourage us that in the presence of god the mountains melt like wax they they melt like wax they have no hold they have no bearing they have no power in the in the presence of god you know jesus looked at them and said with men, this is impossible. This is talking about a dude trying to get through an eye of a, eye of a needle, camel through an eye of a needle. And he says, with men, it's impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So this morning, I just want to pull down and expose and begin to just challenge that thing that, that's inside of us that says, yeah, Richie, but you don't know, man. You, you, don't, you, you, you don't understand, man. You don't understand the thing that I'm going through. You don't know, and I don't. I don't. What I do know is that I've, I've met a God who's bigger than any mountain that I've ever had. Yeah. This is the other good thing. Not by might, not by power, but by his spirit, says the Lord. Look, this morning, <clears throat> doesn't matter where you come from, doesn't matter what's going on, you can't do it by yourself, <laughs> right? And you're not meant to do it by yourself. It's, that's, not, that's, that's not how God has designed us. To get, to, to get over that gap, to walk into the space that God has for us today, we can't do it by, by ourselves, but the Spirit of God can. Amen? So, <laughs> that's real nice, what God says about me. But that's just a bit too far of a stretch for me to get where from where I am to there. Not looking for hands, but is there anybody in this house who feels that way? Right, where that stuff comes out. respond what's our attitude attitude like towards God <laughs> yeah, <I'm not. laughs> 
Here it is. This is, this is um, uh, in, in Isaiah. Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. You know, we often identify where we fall short, where our shortcomings are. Where the, and, that, and that's the stuff that often makes the, makes the mountains, right? It's the, rash, it's the reasons. That, and sometimes, man, they're legitimate reasons, right? They're legitimate. They're absolutely legitimate. But they do not disqualify you, right? They, they might be real and there might be stuff that God wants to work through. But none of that stuff disqualifies us. Absolutely nothing. And this is it, though. I also heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. Out of all of today, there's, there's probably two things. Jesus is everything. Like he's, he's the man. He's done everything. There's nothing that we need or will ever need that Jesus can't provide us. Right? Anything. This is, our, this is the part for us. Here I am, send me. God can't make you do that. God will not make you do that. Okay? Now, it's also, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. You can be four years down the track. It's such a great testimony, right? Four years down the track, God talks to you and you go, yeah, and you forget about it. But this is the reality of the love of God. God goes, come back here. Come back here, my baby. Come back here, my baby. Come, come here. Come here. Remember? Oh, 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 yeah, oh, that's so good, God, you know, it's so good. Um, now, here's the thing, I'll go back to here. So, ultimately, right, there's a reason why Jesus died on the cross, it's because Father loves us. Now, the Father doesn't just love the people who are currently Christians. Right? So, what, he, what, what I believe that God would want this morning is, is for a revelation that, that, that all of this stuff is here. It's to break our lives apart. It's to break our lives apart that, that, we, that we can go, here's the reality of how things are Man, come and taste and see how good this is. This is this stuff used to be a rotten bit of fruit. Man, now this stuff's healed. Like, yeah, here's, here, have some. Have some of this. You know, have some of this. You know, Jesus spoke, great commission. He, Jesus came and he spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you to do. And lo, I will, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Now, I'm not sure about anybody else. That, that's quite big, you know, <laughs> going to all the world. Oh, okay, right. Um, now, that's, 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 yeah, that's the truth. That's what, God, that's what God has for us. Every single person in the body of Christ, not everyone's a foot, not everybody's a hand, not everybody's a nine, not everybody's a kneecap. Every single one of us have a different, but unless we decide and we say, yes, here I am, send me. And I just want to say, this is, that's an ongoing, yes, here I am, send me. Yes, here I am, send me. 
It's unfortunate. I wish, man, I, I wish it was a one-off. Man, that'll make it so much easier, man. That'll make it so much easier. Um, but that's what God's got. Okay. Here's something. You know, there's, it talks, there's different parables that Jesus spoke about. And one was about there was a pearl of great price that was buried in a field. And the dude sold everything he had to just get that bit of dirt so he could dig up the pearl. Of great price. You know, God wants us to search him out like treasure that's worth searching for. Do you want to know why God wants to search us out? Search him out. It's because he actually, he wants our heart. That's, that's it. You know, where our, where our heart is, that where our, that's where our treasure will be also. All right, that's all he wants. He just wants connection and relationship with us. But from there you'll seek the Lord your God and you'll find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. Huh. What would you look like tomorrow? Right? So if we go back to the original question saying, when you look at yourself, what do you see? If today you said, God, here I am, what effect do you think that will have on what you'd look like tomorrow? In your own eyes. I am, then God says, okay, right. Now I can do what I want to do in you. Now I can give you what I'm wanting to give you. Now you're not telling me how I need to hang the washing up left to right. Now you're not telling me that you should fold your hands with the right over the left. Now you're just saying, here I am, and here I am, God. You just come and do what you need to do. Um, there's one thing. So I just want to share a quick testimony around um, um, seeking, right? So when I, when I first became a Christian, I was, uh, I was a commercial fisherman, um, and I was living a pretty rugged life, to be fair. Um, and I got filled with the Holy Spirit, and I went up, and while I was still on the fishing boat, went up, um, up to Nelson, we were fishing up there, and um, I get off the boat, and I'm just like, we get in, it's Sunday afternoon, we do the unload, and I'm like, cool, I want to go find a church. So I, I don't live in Nelson, I just went to Nelson, called a taxi, and I said, hey, is there any churches open? And he goes, uh, what church? And I said, I don't know, man, just take me to a church. I don't, I don't know, man, I just love God, I have no idea. And he goes, oh, okay, then, so we just drove around Nelson, and he goes, oh, there's, oh, there's one. And I says, oh, yes, sweet, that'll do. I said, what church is it? And he goes, oh it's, a, oh, it's a spiritualist church. And I'm like, oh, yep, sweet. All good. Cool. All good. Sweet as. Now, please hear my heart. I'm not saying go spiritualist churches because that's, sh- that's, that's not necessarily where you'd want to end up, right? However, this is the part that I, wanna, that I'm, that I, that I want to put out, put out there. I wasn't, going to the, I wasn't going to seek out a spiritualist church, right? I wasn't, going, I wasn't going there. All I was doing was, oh, God, I'm, I'm looking for you, right? I'm looking for you. God put me in a, and I ended up in a spiritualist church, right? And I'm sitting there. They had a clairvoyant up the front. So, so for anybody who doesn't know, so clairvoyance. So God created everything, right? Absolutely everything. Now, these things that are being counterfeited by the enemy to take credit for what God's created without giving any glory back to Jesus, who's the author and the founder, right? That's, that's all it is. So people, they, 
People don't do that knowingly. I'm telling you, people don't do it knowingly. People just don't understand, right? They just haven't, haven't encountered Jesus. So anyway, I go there. There's this clairvoyant. And I'm sitting there, I've got my book, and I'm writing, and I'm talking to God, and writing my prayers, and I'm just like, oh, this is a point. Goes down the lines and down the line, and he stops just before me. And, I, and he goes, oh, that's all the time I've got. And I said, oh, yeah, okay, oh, that's cool, sweet ass. So, end of the thing, I said, hey, um, dude, what's a clairvoyant, man? What, what is that? Oh, I tell you about your future. Oh, is that all? Don't worry about it, man. My future's sorted. My, God's got my future. I don't need to talk to you. We're good. So... And then, um, and then I was talking to these guys, and I was just inquisitive. I says, oh, have you guys heard about, you know, these books? And start asking about Dead Sea Scrolls and all of this stuff. And they start talking about, and I says, um, they said, like, oh, no, we don't really do that stuff. And I'm like, okay. Um, and I said, you guys believe in Jesus, all right? Yeah. And I was like, what? And he goes, he's the number one prophet. I said, so you guys don't believe that he's the son of God? And they says, no. And I says, oh, sweet. At least I now know that I'm in the wrong place. Brilliant. That's good, right? That's good. Anyway, um, and, and this is what I mean about seeking. This is what I mean about seeking out God, right? If you're because you can look for something, but you're going to miss everything else except for the very thing that you're looking for, right? So on this way, so I went there, got a got got a cab, went to go get the groceries and do that sort of stuff. Went back to the boat, bring a taxi, get back in the taxi, go back to the boat. And this guy picks him and says, hey, what have you been up to? Oh, I've been to church. And he goes, oh, you're a man of faith. And I says, yeah, yeah, absolutely, I'm a man of faith. And he goes, where'd you go? And I says, oh, end up in a spiritualist church. And he goes, dude, don't go there. <laughs> he goes, what are you doing? And I says, no, I know. They don't believe in Jesus, bro. I'm like, he goes, yes. Anyway, so a part, a part that I didn't tell you. So prior to that, prior, prior being, um, being filled with the Holy Ghost and encountering God, I'd read a book. Uh, I'd read a book called Conversations with God. And in my heart, I was just going, I'm just, I'm just looking. I'm just looking for God, right? And it's, it, has, it has enough truth in it to make it sound plausible. But it's filled with lots of lies, basically, right? That can tell of reading the Bible, and then I'd have this stuff come up. Oh, well, what about this that I've read in this book, right? Out of the seed that, 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 that got in there. And all of the stuff, and I was like, yeah, well, what about that? How does that work? You know, why is it like that? And I had all of these things that I was battling with, Get in this car, and um, and, and the taxi dude goes, "Oh, hey, um, you're a man of faith." Yep, absolutely. And he starts telling me. I start telling him about the spiritualist church, and he goes, he "Shared this testimony with me." Um, and he said to me, "He goes, this is what happened about three years ago in Nelson." And he said, um, "We were at this. We were at a church meeting, and a guy dropped dead on the ground, middle of the meeting." Asked if anybody could do CPR. They had a nurse there. She'd done it for ages, and they were going for a while. And non-responsive, God was dead. She goes, I'm sorry. I've done everything that I can. He's, he's dead. Okay. And then, um, and so the elders of the church came around and gathered around and prayed for him. Prayed for him, raised him from the dead on the spot. Now, I'm... I'm a, I'm a dreadlock blimmin' ex-fisherman dude. Like, I'm talking about real fresh. I still sunk like fish, fisherman, right? So I was there in this dude's car bawling my eyes out, absolutely crying my eyes out. God was doing a work inside of me that my brain didn't understand, right? And he set me free from all of that stuff that I battled with from reading that book around the lies of the enemy that had been planted, I'd never struggle from that day on, never struggle with any of that stuff again around, around that stuff. I just want to say this morning, wherever you look, 
wherever you look. Look is a verb, right? Look's a verb. You have to be doing it, right? You have to be doing it. Wherever you look, if you're looking for him, you will find him. Wherever you look, right? So, uh, can I have the keys? Thank you. Um, so this morning, all of that stuff's cool. All of that stuff's, all of that stuff's, all that stuff's good. I don't know about you, but my heart is that God would move with power and might that people would come to know him personally and intimately. We were praying this morning and I, I, and I saw like a treasure box being opened up and it wasn't a small treasure box, it was an intricate, big, large treasure box that was beautifully made. Uh, we, were, we were praying and it was like, hey, I just want you guys to, whatever God lays on your heart, whatever you see, I want you to begin to declare it out. And as people were doing that, I began to see a treasure box opening and the treasure being released as we began to began to agree with what God has shown us and begin to cooperate with what He's done. That the treasure of God that's out of heaven that He's placed in earthen vessels in the hearts of men and women can actually come out and be of a pomegranate on a plate to people. Right? You know, I just want to invite you guys to stand. Just get the worship team to come up. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big believer. I'm a big believer in that. I know that in any instance where God has just come in and met with me, everything changed. Everything changed. You know, this morning, I just, I want, I want to give us an opportunity to, to respond to the word where, it, here's, here's the thing, there's, there's freedom, man. There's so much freedom, man. There's so much freedom. It doesn't mean, it, it doesn't mean that, you know, by saying, yes, here I am, you're going, oh, yes, here I am. I'm going to go all across the world and I'm going to go and do it. God knows where you're at. God knows exactly what's going on with you. He knows exactly what, what you need in this season. He isn't saying that, oh, now that means then you have to. No, 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 no. It's often, it's often us. But I want, to give, I want to give all of us an opportunity this morning to respond to the Father. Because I'm, I'm telling you, God's just saying, Paulus, my, my, my baby, my baby, I just want you to say yes to me. I just want you to say yes to me this morning. You know, if that's you, you know, I'm about to pray. If, if that's you, I just want you to, <laughs> this might feel like folding your arms the wrong way. For some, it might be, it might, this might feel like you're folding the arms the right way. You're used to it. It might be, it might be what it is. Either way, if that's you this morning where you're going, yep, do with everything that I have control of, everything that 
just coming to you with what I've got. Here's my two fish and two loaves, God. Oh, this is all I've got, but here it is. If that's you this morning, I just want you to raise your hand. And this isn't a raise your hand to anybody else. This is a God, here I am. If that's you, I just want you to shoot your hand up right now. It's like you actually have to get up out of your seat and come down. I don't know, there's, there's just a prompt in my heart where it's like, that's, that's like being a barrier for some people around going, I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to be, don't worry about anybody else. No one else is, it's only about you and Jesus. The altar's open for anybody who wants to come down the front. Now, I'm not, you're free. You're free to stay in your seat. And you're free to calm down. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. 